This time on TNT. A look back on some of our all-time favorite moments in this, our 250th Spectacular. We play Lyric or Lie, a classic. And we bring back our old friend, Hit the Post. That's all coming up right now on TNT. 250 hours. 250. 250. 250. It's, um... 250! That's a lot of time. Yeah, that's why I got uh, All the Young Dudes by Mott the Hoople jamming. As if we were on stage, arm in arm, at a show. With all the bods. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, I can see it in my brain, my eyes closed. Won't be long now. Won't be long now. Things are getting going, bod. That's, um, that's, by the way, that's ten and a half full days of talking. It is. 250 hours. 250 hours. And what uh, 250 hours of good times it's been, Jonathan. It's Thanks true. for joining me on the ride. Well, thank you. And if you look back, it is crazy what we have accomplished. Like, mm. got to write a book, got to make a record, got to tour and meet the buds. The show means uh, so much to so many buds, and it means so much to us, too. We won the Canadian Comedy Award for Best Audio Program, thanks to the buds. Yeah. Um, I'm on my third Yeti mic. Um, That's I, true. I think one of the consistent things from the get-go has been my attempt to find uh, the right space and technical setup to record the pod. That's been an ongoing journey. Well, the, yeah, technology has come a long way since we started. So Well, it's glad been, to hear you uh, say that. Yeah, right? That's the good thing. But we still, that's part of our show is the uh, the broken bells and whistles, as it were. Yes, and I like that when we started, it was so, um, it, it was much more produced like game than yeah. guest, than thing, than stuff. Yeah. And now it's yeah. just like uh, a one hour phone conversation. And really, we that don't talk it. much outside. We text often, but we don't, it's not like this is one of our multiple catch ups a week. This is kind of our catch up. Yeah, and I think that's been the uh the basis of what the show has 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 been from day one is us uh having a gas and having fun and if we're not having fun they're not having fun exactly and i would credit you with um giving us the freedom to just party and get loose and i think that's probably a musician thing where you uh are open to the idea of jamming where, given my background, I wanted to have everything super buttoned up. And I think it's once we started to show the warts and all that it started to resonate with people. It, the, that's a, a, the great partnership is that, is uh, both of us have great qualities to offer each other. And I say, you know, with your, uh, basically the, the guaranteed standard that, that you kind of, that comes out of you on a daily basis is 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 gold it's always great but just the uh the i guess the the understanding of of mm-hmm. um 
Well, honestly, the, the understanding of, of the business side of things, in a sense, because that's never been my forte in my life as a musician. I've been kind of just like playing drums and see where that gets me. But uh, you definitely opened up a lot of that stuff to me, like how things work in that world. And that's that's a I mean, it's almost like uh, the same partnership that I have with Lisa, like the things that she does for me on a, on a daily basis uh, helps me. And I think we have the same kind of relationship where uh, we're always kind of, you know, offering what we can to, to move forward. And that's yeah. a great thing. Yeah, it's been very easy and it's been very fun. And I think uh, the thing uh, we, we connect on a couple of things. One is um, our low tolerance for BS that we yeah. definitely have. Um, and the other thing is just being open to whatever kind of comes our way. And that has served us really well to just Cruising. kind of be like, yeah, we'll try that. Sure. We'll try we, that. We're literally Berlin down the white water, but on a log. True. Just, just seeing where we go. Eventually, so, uh, you, you know, you hop on another log. Maybe you got to walk across some land to get to another log on the water. Yeah. Maybe That's you got to portage a log. Yeah. Um, but it obviously begins and ends with uh, the people that listen. Um, so thanks to each of you for including us in your lives. And realize, especially in the past year plus tax, that things have been so uncertain and weird and uh, new and fresh and repetitive and foreign and all that stuff. Uh, we get <laughs> yeah. a lot of messages from people who are saying, man, that uh, one hour a week, uh, it's something that I really look forward to. And just to kind of check in with you guys and hear uh, how you guys are feeling going through it all has meant a lot. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's a little think, bot uh, immunity. It is a bot immunity. And I, I think uh, I've come to the point now where if like, if there wasn't a light at, at the end of the tunnel, then uh, I, I'm starting to question a lot of things. Like if this was the way it had to be for the next 10 years or something, I would start to question who I am and what I what I am. More. Interesting. Why? You know what I mean? Because, because well, because it's just such a. It's almost like you're uh, in jail, maybe. You know what I mean? Where you just you're stuck with your thoughts and you have to ponder. And you even if, when you don't want to think, you still have to think because you have too much time on your hands. It's uh, it's been a, a real uh, exploration. And I'm so glad that we're kind of cresting into to, uh, normalcy again, at least with uh, being able to, to, to do things like travel or go, go places and do things with your family. Uh, it's almost like the, the you know, the in, introspective approach of how things have been. It's like enough is enough, enough thought, enough breaking down and thinking and uh, get, getting inside yourself and trying to to get by like it's just getting to that point where uh we everyone needs to get over the the uh this last little hump and crest on like it's school too much is, time to think about stuff well school for example yeah like if this was continuing online learning in september i'd be like well let's think about something completely different here like let's uh 
I don't know what else, but it would have to be an alternative to to what school is offering us in, in the school system in Ontario. If it were to go more online learning, because uh, kids are just getting uh, detached and so many of them are, are detached. And I'm talking more about older kids like my John's 15, you know, Jack's 13. It's it's uh, it, it, they're at that age where um their their influence of their friends is a thing so if like 80 percent of the kids are are distracted and not into it that's eventually what everybody starts becoming and you have the small percentage of people that have their parents basically either doing their homework or you know not you know having them locked in their room all day to finish it on their own because everybody is behind or trying to catch up or stressed out in some manner that it just can't continue it's just too much it's funny i hear uh, my kids teachers um kind of piping up and saying come on guys i know it's not they're back in school now for the last few weeks of june but i hear them saying like come on guys i know we're doing online but you have to still turn in your thing and i i know everyone's doing the best they can and i know it's been harder on teachers this year than ever before it's an already hard job and um but I can't help but think, or what? You don't fail anyone. Like yeah. there, there are no, there's no or what. And I know stakes were always the things that resonated with me as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think, and I know even teachers struggle with this because they don't have the tools that they used to have to be able to enforce or discipline or whatever. Um, yeah. But even I'm kind of shrugging my shoulders and going, well, you know, what really, what's the difference? It's, it's been a marathon, definitely not a sprint. And, you know, I, I see it in, in my kids too. It's just hard to stay focused. And it was really interesting. We loved having them home. They loved being home. But when they said school is going to be up for the next few weeks, they were psyched. They're supposed mm-hmm. to see their friends and run around and chase each other and, School with a mask is better than uh, online school. Yeah. And now that vaccines are up and getting to the point, I think we're at like 70% has had their first shot. And they're, you know, having opening the borders of not quarantining every time. It's just, uh, that's great to see. And I think, I think, I think, like I'm actually, you're starting to see concerts now in the summer where, a month or two ago, you and I were thinking there's no chance of that, and it's going to be probably 2022. But that's probably going to, going to be seeing straight up festivals uh, in in the summer and fall for sure. So that's cool. Crazy. So that means that means TNT will be back out there, bots. Well, I also we have uh, a lot of all you know a lot of routes now a side door, and there's so many different ways now to to get out there and perform and 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 do do shows and. Uh, it's a it's going to be a good times for TNT in the next uh, few years here. First of all, shouts to uh, Laura and Dan at Side Door who, when yeah. the wheels came off the bus in the spring of 2020, they were first past the post with a ticketed uh, Side Door uh, event um, technology. No one else really had that. They had a way to monetize and ticket live events. Yeah. But now. I feel like a good percentage of the people that I've talked to about things opening up and what does that look and feel like, 
a good percentage of people have been like, I, can't, I honestly can't imagine going to a concert with 15,000 other people, just that we're kind of wired to think this way. So maybe the side door approach is actually going to be a great re-entry back into live events. Like you go see something with 20 or 25 people in an intimate environment that you know you could be outside of in seven seconds if you had to. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, there's all kind, and there's all other alternate, like side door. It's not just people's houses. It's you know certain cool spaces. That's the other thing that's great about it. So, um, I'm sure they're riding with the times as well to 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 have you know everybody feel safe and be happy to enjoy live live music and performances for sure. Yeah, it's huge. Um, Here's the other thing that I wanted to mention. Um, my t-shirt company that I talked about a few weeks ago, filmprints.ca, is mm-hmm. live. It's Prince, P-R-I-N-T-S, not to uh, give a shameless plug, but I'm really excited yeah. with how uh, well they're selling. And mostly oh, the reason nice. I'm happy they're selling so well is because five bucks from every t-shirt goes to the AFC, which is the Actors Fund of Canada, but it's to provide mental health support to anyone who works in the arts. And obviously, unlike a lot of jobs, there's no uh, pension necessarily or uh, retirement fund. So Mm -hmm. um, if you're unable to work in our business, anything to do with the arts for reasons beyond your control, uh, the AFC is a critical um, institution, not-for-profit, that helps people get back on their feet. And I heard from David Hope, who is the director of AFC, and he said they get inquiries every day about the navigator program which is what the proceeds from film prints benefits and that is to connect arts workers with mental health support so um, right on yeah so it's really similar uh, to similar similar to the unison benevolent fund uh, for musicians and techs and people that are in the music industry that uh, have been sidelined or you know uh, and can't perform in a way so you, you know that's definitely bodism in the in the arts industry uh, coming through. It's for, nice sure. for sure, for sure, because we are a, a weird collection of circus freaks and outsiders. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm really pleased that it's uh, working so well. And Ed from Bare Naked has been uh, sending his suggestions for some of the slogans that might go into phase two. Oh, nice! Because those guys, yeah. as you have, have done yeah. a lot of. Uh, time on set over the years with music videos and yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. It's the hurry up and wait, or even if you're uh, working on videos, they've done, they've actually gotten into, uh, well, they've been doing a lot of their own stuff as well through the pandemic, too. But yeah, those guys have probably done 50 videos, I'm going to guess. Yeah. And live live movies. and perf- I remember watching their uh, antics on tour. I think it was the born on a pirate ship tour or whatever when they were Berlin and and uh they were you know I think it was a, a just Tyler and Ed running through the hallways with socks on their feet and like Berlin on the carpet and then touching the steel doorknobs and getting <laughs> huge like arcs of, uh, of lightning going like just great content like give me uh Saturday morning a full pot of coffee and Ed and Tyler from Ships and Dip, like just sending videos into Much Music from Ships and Dip, like that's all I need in life. Yeah, to be happy. Yeah, 
See that 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 took them so far, man. And, and like, uh, they're they're whenever they were in interviews, it was uh, always good stuff, always a laugh when those guys were on the air. Well, that's the thing, and they were so yeah. um, ahead of the curve in that way. Like, I I, I was discovering my comedic <laughs> like, voice, and then so I obviously had my musical taste. But they were the first ones to blend the chocolate and the peanut butter. Like, it was almost yeah. not fair. They swing that hard and they're that funny yeah it was always it was always difficult because like Maida was never that way at all he was always like the you know the wah, wah. like if you had their <laughs> you know the, their interview into our interview you'd be like oh man what the hell are you doing talking about that you know really Aww. right so yeah I, I Charlie always kind of end yeah, I always Charlie Brown, man. <laughs> always envied seeing them doing interviews. Like, look at how much fun they're having. That's the best. You guys were not <laughs> having fun. Talking about freaking some dire situation of oh. emotional bullshit. <laughs> you couldn't get down the way they did. <laughs> I uh, know it's tough. The for thing sure. that that band has is the ability to swing from uh silly to um like really emotional and meaningful and literally totally. line to line it's hey you know map. what i realized i thought uh, uh, you know how like we talked our way i think because you know you do a pretty good stephen page and we were always like well stephen page has that kind of voice but i was listening to some like uh, some 90s whatever alternative playlist and like old tool came on you know that band Tool, yeah, <laughs> and like he kind of sound is like exactly like Stephen Page. They have that same kind of voice, really. And I was like, holy fuck, how classic would it have been to have like Stephen Page kill like Sober by Tool or something? Oh wow, my God, or some <laughs> prison sex. Is Stephen Page? Here's the thing, I do. I, and I it could do a get, it, it would. Page. It would it would work. That's the thing. So, wow. I do a pretty good Stephen Page. I think my Ed doesn't get enough time in the spotlight. My Ed's pretty good, too. Oh, you, can, you do a solid Late Ed. night record shop. Yeah, That's good. a pretty good Ed. Late night record shop. <laughs> Ed's um, a sneaky good singer. He, he, uh, he, can, uh, he can rip it. Big time. Yeah, um, I'm loud. I'm also going to say that uh, of all the videos they did, and I don't know if it's just a nostalgia uh, for me personally, but Lovers in a Dangerous Time, when I think of Naked Ladies' video, that's the first one that pops into my head. And they've certainly done more expensive ones and higher profile ones and bigger concept ones. But man, that was just, that tapped into the zeitgeist in that moment. And it was Ed's lopey sweater doing a lot of the heavy lifting. And the back of the thing. Yeah. The back of the truck, burling around Scarborough. Yeah, having fun. Burling around Scarborough. Hey, so, so uh, we, we you want to play some games, bud? To I celebrate? Do. Maybe some classics from, yeah, for the 250? Yeah, let's play some classics. First, I'm going to tell you that Chubby Sparkles is settling in nicely. Our oh, hedgehog. yeah! And the hedgehog. As, uh, as well, that's awesome. fate would have it, Ricky Schmidt... Uh, her family yeah. bred hedgehogs growing up. 
So she's oh, been no a way. font of knowledge. Yeah, she knows all kinds of things that you should do. They're not social animals, which is interesting. The way that cats like to be cuddled when they're kittens or the way that dogs like will come seek you out. Hedgehogs are kind of aloof and they have multiple physical ways of telling you to frig off. Uh, <laughs> like what? Like they, they go in they're... a ball and their <laughs> quills stick up straight like a spike ball. And they hit like beat like beat it. Yes, go away. <laughs> they have a way of telling you that. Like I guess you might find the maps in a ball in the hedge in Africa, and that's their kind of security system. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. So, so how so they'll come like oh, I want to party for a bit, and then like shut it down. Like okay, I'm out. Sort like, of. They're they're nocturnal. <laughs> So okay. they, they don't really like tap on the thing and say like, hey, can I come out now? Most of the time yeah. they're sleeping. Um, okay. But Ricky told me that if you figure out what they like for treats, in the case of theirs, it was watermelon. They actually right. foam at the mouth and then smear that foam all over themselves because that's how they show contentment. Oh, really? They're also chronic self-pleasurers. I can't also, they I get into that. things. Big time. They fire it up. The men and the women, so, yeah. They the, get right into things. The ladies and the dudes. It's like, that's my time in the corner. Don't mess with me. I don't want to see you looking at me. That really won't work for me. That's me and in the that's corner. That's my time. That's me, that's that's me that in the corner. About. Yeah, it's about hedgehog self-pleasuring. That's, that's what that song's about. Hedgehog. Yeah, that's great. So that's it. Yeah. I love that. So Indy's learning the responsibility of cleaning the cage and trying to figure out how to bond with Chubby Sparkles. Ricky said even if uh, he won't let you pick him up much, hold your hand in there so he can smell it. You can um, put some sandpaper on a piece of wood so they can file their nails down if they get too long. Uh, nice. If you have carpet on the stairs, they like to kind of go up the stairs. Uh, they need a ball to or a, a wheel to kind of run it off. But That's awesome. he's, he's an interesting little mask. Yeah? Yeah. Like, you wouldn't want to pick him up bare hands if he was telling you really? who, what. Yeah. Wow. Like, just what? Scratch you or bite you? Well, the quills, when they're standing up, they're pretty sharp. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh... So, yeah, it's intense. That's crazy. It's a lot. This is, uh... This is a big deal. How big are... How big is it? Is he? I'd say... Like, the size of... He's kind of a softball size. I thought he'd be more baseball, right. but he's kind of, like, slow pitch. Slow pitcher. Yep, and he likes to, like, he'll pound a blueberry and froth a little bit over that. Oh, he gets fired up about yeah. the blueberries? Nice. Yeah, I'll send you a picture of Chubby Sparkles. The Chubbers. Yeah, and, and and so blueberries so far is, like, what's the mainstay for eats? Um, mealworms are apparently a big treat, but uh, this breeder said high-end cat food, like kibble, oh. is, um, they like that. So that's what we've been rocking. And it's crushing it? Yeah, crushing it. I like it. He's a shaky little mask. Like, he's not... Like shaking? Uh, yeah. A little he, bit nervous? Yeah, kind of a nervous mask. But I, I, I remember we had one on Street Sense as a mascot, too, and it shook. Um, so I think little, that's just how they roll. The nervous Steve Buscemi style? Yeah, he is. It's actually Have funny you got those to picture the- him like Steve Buscemi. That's kind of exactly who he is. <laughs> Have you got those annoying uh, uh, moth caterpillars out east or no? You got them like crazy in Ontario. They're crushing the oak trees around here. Have a lot of caddies 
And we have... Um, everywhere. Infestation. We have a lot of June bugs. You can tell there's an oak tree if it's bare around my neighborhood. Really? Yeah, they love some oak trees, which isn't good for the oak trees because now they're going to be bare all summer. Uh-oh. Poor oak trees. Uh-oh. <clears throat> Don't like these little masks, these moths. It's the uh, it's the annual like what is that bug time of year? Well, yeah, apparently the the cicadas are going off too right now. Like talk of circadian rhythm. Is that REM again? Yeah, can't you tell by the vibrato? That's oh, this lonely the... deep said hollow. <clears throat> that machine gun saw vibrato. Ma- saw Michael Stipe one time in the diner, the Standard. Please keep talking. That's it. Tell me everything. He was just there, late night, hanging out. That's it. The standard in LA? I was there. Yeah. Who was he with? I'd go there after drinking, eating. He was just there by himself. Did you go over? Grabbing something to eat. No, I just was like, hey, there's Michael Stipe. Oh man. I'm going to have my breakfast here at 2.30 in the morning. How cool did he look? He looked like Michael Stipe. Bald styles, yeah. his that look. Do you think and he was there to was try it. to wheel some road strange? I don't know, maybe. But were people but like I, you know stopping by like, the booth? It wasn't that. Even though I was in a REM cover band, yeah. At one point in my life, I just felt it was like, hey, there he is, cool, and that was that. This is what I was thinking about <clears throat> REM. Um, Stein- yeah, great. They're amazing. Stipe, I, I've been in a, a bit of a wormhole lately, and he he misses a lot of lines, like gets them wrong or blows them or forgets where he is when he's singing live. But I would trade all that for how cool he is and how great his voice is any day, right? You know what? I bet I bet you can't find anywhere where he's singing off key though. Mm. Like he's one of the best. He's one of the best actual singer singers there is believe it or not even though he's a different kind of voice like he's one of those like two three takes in the studio styles and live just always yeah he would go off lyrically or whatever but note wise he's nails really because i always thought the rap about him was that he he couldn't do it live and that was a he just didn't know he he didn't like to do it live. Like he was uh, hugely, what do they call it? Stage fright, massive. Like really? Like he'd throw up all a lot. Yeah. So he hated performing live, but he was a great singer. Is a great singer. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He sure sounds. That's it. why uh, Gord Downey is similar in terms of that. Like his, you could. He's a very shy. Was a very shy person. You could tell. Like. When you first met him, he was just kind of a shy, quiet, well-spoken, but definitely kind of liked to, you know, stay back. And I think those kind of singers, those kind of people, were the most kind of elaborate stage guys or girls. The real quiet types are the ones that end up being so elaborate once they're performing, like Bjork or Peter Gabriel, where it's just like going off in terms of uh, emotion and, and uh, projecting project, projecting yourself to, to people. Interesting, but because also going crazy with costumes and props and 
creating a well, world, Mike, right? Michael Stipe would just kind of, yeah, the way he sang and movements and stuff, kind of similar to uh, David Byrne from Talking Heads. And maybe even uh, Fred Schneider from B-52s, who's also from uh, where they're from in, in Georgia, Athens. But the, uh, they, they all kind of had that, uh, I don't know, kind of like a professor styles. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you could tell that they, they're well, there's a lot of depth. And they're, they would kind of play out characters in the portrayals of their lyrics. When they're singing them. And like a uh, long sleeve shirt buttoned up to the top, sleeves rolled yeah. up. Yeah, exactly, for sure, right? The go-to, like, thoughtful frontman look. What did you say? <laughs> uh, Fred Schneider, that's his name? I think so, the singer from the... the... All right, now! Then <laughs> the girls were crushed it, too. Kate Pearson and... I can't remember the other name, but yeah, they were amazing. B-52s. Hugely influential. Like, what's his deal? I've never really thought about him, Fred Schneider. Well, Athens, I guess Athens University is probably, it being in the middle of Georgia, it's kind of like, I don't know, uh, same vibes as uh, Berlin in Germany, like just a lot of artists and uh, poets and writers in that community of Athens and that school and... Uh, the music that came out of there was a lot different than any other places in the South. So um, I think that, uh, I don't know, that kind of plays a role of that fact that everybody's so schooled in this, uh, uh, in this form of kind of, I don't know, no similar to like what Soho was in New York City, like the same kind of, or Woodstock even was kind of like Athens. Um, Automatic for the People was uh, from a fast food place, right? Yeah. A, a, a diner. Service, Automatic for the People. Um, did you watch the Feist and Hip performance? Yeah, Golden. What'd you think? Fantastic. I love it. I love it all. I love that anytime song I see, choice. Anytime um, I see the, uh, those guys on stage in any form, it's going to be great always. Yeah. And Feist did a fantastic job. She sure did, because she yeah. uh, certainly paid loving tribute to Gord, but didn't try to, like, out-gord Gord. Um, out-gord it? Yeah, she stayed true to herself, but, but was really in the pocket for that song. And it's kind mm-hmm. of a weird, meandering song that you, you kind of have to be uh, in the mood for it. Um, but I thought she crushed it. Yeah. And they seem to be well happy done. being on stage. I mean, how could they not? It's, uh, they've been doing that for so long. It just must be strange to just kind of not be doing that. And they're doing it still in other forms individually and on their own. But, uh, it, it you can tell, yeah, the juices are flowing. Do you think there's a way... To like, could could they tour with Feist, or do you think they just leave that alone? They could do whatever they want. I mean, they could not tour. They could uh, do a tour with a collection of great Canadian singers or whatever. That would be cool. Do whatever they want. They they could. uh, 
it's it's uh it's up to them and uh um whether they want to do it or or they don't it's it's uh it would be great it's it's i can't you know it's imagine being in that position right you're a band that's still there and um there's a huge like a huge appetite for that music and and everything about it still so uh, and many bands have done that in the past where they've gone on if someone has passed away so it, you know it's not it's not like it's never happened it's no there's no uh there's never a never in that regard so name five canadian singers that could jump in and sing those songs well that's not about singing them like gourd i think uh the thing about the hip is they could kind of go on the celebration tip. It doesn't have to be like someone who sounds like Gord. I think if they did that, it might be almost weird. Yeah. Where whereas like I can see that Allison Chains kind of replaced Lane Staley with uh I don't know his name, but he's an incredible singer and sounds a lot like Lane. Uh and that they kind of went the route of sounding someone who can sound the same. Uh, but it's, uh, I mean, a lot of guys could sing like Gord, but a lot of guys could also crush the songs. Like Dan Mangan could crush hip songs just the way he sing. anyone who sings passionately can can do that. You know, Dallas Green, Ben from Billy Talent. There's a lot of great uh, singers out there that can do it all. And Feist would be great. I like that Leslie Feist. Do you like that Leslie Feist? Yeah, I think she's good. Man, wow, Jacob Hogard just vanished. Like, what, what happened with that? <laughs> Why did are you bringing that? Well, I, guy I guess I was naturally just thinking about uh, front <laughs> people in Canadian history, and it just occurred God. to me. Um, he like I don't know what's happening. With did it go to trial? Was he convicted? What happened? Well, uh, uh, is it pending? I'm not sure if the trial's happened yet or is gone or what. But bottom line is he's uh, people found out that he's a total dirtball, right? And uh, uh, de- deserves to not have business in this country anymore. Yeah, makes sense. You know, no different than Matthew Good. It doesn't matter if he's. Uh, convicted of crimes. It's not about that. It's not about criminal behavior. It's about con- consistent dirtball behavior with women. And uh, 30 women or whatever plus coming out and saying that, that they had abuse and were victimized. Was so it that many? It's a, it, yeah, it's enough, it's enough uh, to, to be like, okay, well that doesn't have to be a trial it's enough like it's no bit different if you find someone in your neighborhood that's a dirt ball then they deserve to no one go to their store anymore because they're treating people with no respect you know so that's how they deserve to be treated <clears throat> yeah canceled is the it's like there's they say cancel con- culture blah 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 sure there's going to be cases on uh, where people uh, don't deserve what they get, but I think at the end of the day, you go out there and you see what what's there, and everyone has their their stories told, and 
and uh, at the end of it, you're like, that's how you're judged from what's happened, the legitimacy of, of the situation. And, and, and we've heard enough of, of both of those guys that it's like, it's a, you know, no wonder it's like what happened to, what happened to Gian Gameshi? He, tr- he tried to, to do another show and people were like, get out of here. Yeah. You're a dirtball. I don't doubt for a second that um, what people say uh, is true because uh, it has been proven time and time again that you, there's no uh, upside to doing it other than wanting people to know so that it doesn't happen again. There's no financial upside. There's no yeah. reputation upside. There's no uh, reason to lie about that. And that's all the proof that you need. Just occurred to me that I'd n- not heard that name in a while. And as I was scanning my brain for front people in Canadian history, I was like, oh, yeah, where did that land? Yeah. Yeah. Let's play a game, bud. Let's play some games. Uh, so I I picked Lyric or Lie as the game that I wanted us to revisit. It's very simple. As you know, you just read a lyric from a – I picked Canadian artists. Did you? Uh, I did, yes, okay. all Canadian artists. Great. Yeah. And all the other person has to do is guess if it's a real lyric or a lie. Yep. Um, so I'll go first, okay? Yep. This is Justin okay. Bieber. Justin Bieber, the Beebs. The Beebs, and the song is Green Light. Okay. And the lyric is, you want to stop? I want to go instead. Can't decide who's driving. Is the light green or red? Green light. Lyric or lie? I mean, those are some banging lyrics. I'm going to say that's a real lyric. That's a lie, bud. One nothing. Oh, that's... Well, he's got to call you. Boom. That's a lie. get you down. Me and that guy from Who Lives by Tim. What's his name? Motor... DJ Motor Mouth. Oh, uh, Murder Beats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me and Murder Beats could could uh, create some straight fuego. That's right. Okay, one nothing. So my my first one, Tea Party. Yeah. You're of the sun, my son. Drink from the snake. Drink from the snake. Oh. Lyric or lie. You're of the sun, my son. Drink from the snake. Drink from the snake. Oh Tea party, <laughs> lyric, or lie? It's got to be a lie. Ah, oh, that's a lie. Oh. But it could have been a lyric. I know. It's like, yeah, it really could know. have been. You never know with the captain, I think they call him. How was COVID for Jeff Martin, I wonder? They're out there. Are they? I, uh, I, I, I know Jeff Burroughs is doing his thing, the drummer. He did his 24-hour drum marathon every year. They're still doing shows here and there. Like in terms of, I think they might have done some online stuff, but they'll be, uh, Tea Party will be back out there. Yeah, they will. things go, for sure. So what's your next one? Okay, this is Drake. This is Drizzy. Drizzy Drake. The song is called Do Dat. Do Dat. Shoddy don't know, know where Shoddy gonna go, but Shoddy feeling low, so she do this, do that. I mean, again, bang and lyrics, but it sounds so similar Talk to... Talk it out. I'm going to say it's those are lyrics. That's some lyrics. It's a lie, bot. 
Oh, for crying out loud. Three nothing. God damn. When she okay, do ready, this, ready? do that. Is that a real song, do that? No. Oh, you made that yeah. up too, eh? Well, I don't have the song name. It, like I, I don't want to like give the song names. That kind of takes it too much out of it. That's a, a next level. Oh, okay. If it's real That's or not. That's fair. Okay, uh, my next is uh, Burton Cummings. The only reason for squeezing. Sorry. My only reason for squeezing on a slippery Saturday night. Hmm. That's it. My only my only reason for squeezing on a slippery Saturday night. That's a lie. God damn it. Why would you say that? Man. It's, it's so I mean it could be like da do da there da do da there the only reason for squeezing on a slippery Saturday yeah, night. I guess so. You can see him getting her going. The only reason for squeezing on a slippery Saturday night. We should write a slippery Saturday night. Jeff Picaro crushing it on the drum. Okay, what's yours? Okay, Sean Mendes. What? Sean Mendes. Sean Mendes. Yeah. Nice. Where do we go? We don't know. Follow the wind where it blows. Let's make mistakes and don't look back. It's now or never. God. So the first two have I been mean, lies. Yeah, I'm going to say this one. I got to keep going or one of them has to be real. And that one's kind of what have salad. So I'm going to say it's real lyrics. Lyrics. That's a lyric, bud. Yeah, it is. I got ooh, one point. Ooh, 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 so is that ooh, one, one? Or what is it? Three? Or you won everything. You got three. Yeah, I have three. Three, yeah. Do you have one more? I got one more. Nickelback. Yeah. Chad Kroger. Krogsy. Chad Kroger on the new Big Rec Jam, I heard. Really? Yeah. Curious. Featuring Chad Kroger. Okay. When I get nuts, I puke my guts and still get sluts. Oh, my barf. When I get nuts, oh my I puke my guts barf. and still get sluts. I mean, you can just... See his hair do. Oh dear. Puke in his hair do. Um, that's a lot. You don't that's a lot. Puke in his puke in his hair do and you don't care do. That's a lie. It's, a it's lie. really it's good, a lie. but it's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's really but good, it could but be. it's a lie. But it's it, really it good. Could be. But it's a lie. Maybe a theory of a dead man? Well, Maybe not. It why has uh, it never occurred to people to rhyme guts with that word? <laughs> It's like the country music, like the beer is cold and the girls are hot. Like, yeah, if you're yeah. using that stuff, you're not even really trying. <laughs> okay, we're going to play Plot or Not, too? Uh, I don't have plots, but you can play plots and I'll be like the guest. I have three plots that, for right? you. Okay, okay, go. Um, very similar format. I read a plot to a TV show and you just have to guess if it's a plot or not. Or not. And so there are three. If you get two right... You win. First show, Catwalk. Catwalk. That's Remember? With, uh, 
Nev Campbell. Yeah. That's and and a lot of other people that uh, were in other things. No, you're never gonna get it. No, you're never gonna get it. Okay. Um, okay. Plot or not, Atlas. That's the curling haired <laughs> rock haired mask. Finds Monica in the arms of a girl, and tries to join in, but breaks up with her when she embarrasses him. Plot. I mean. Or not. I'm going to say that's a, a plot. No, it's not. One nothing. For oh, me. for crying out loud. Really? Yeah. God damn. I know. I watched it's the what couple I do. of those shows. It's what I do for a living. Okay, next one. That was one. on YTV. Like, that's an early YTV jam. I know. It? And that, I do, even debated it because that would be a little racy for them. Uh, yeah, they wouldn't. No chance that would go now. Yeah. <clears throat> that was like nighttime YTV jam. Yeah. Like circa PJ Jen. Yeah. I feel like, did PJ Jen marry Gelman from uh, Regis and Thing? I think that's like that's like PJ Fresh Phil days. Yeah. I think PJ Jen, someone married <laughs> Gelman from Regis and Thing. What's Regis and Thing? Kelly and uh, Regis. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. Uh, this is Anne with an E. The uh, okay. updated sexy version of Anna Green Gables was dark. It was very dark. Yeah. The Cuthbert's, Isn't that the show that stopped? Did that show stop and everyone got mad? Yeah, people not lost stopped? their marbles. People were furious. <laughs> it had the same, uh, same sort of um, rabid audience fan base that uh, Winona Earp has. Okay. Hit me. Okay. I don't watch it. I don't know it, but I'm going to You gonna don't have to. And, and with an E. Yeah. Plot or not. The Cuthberts, Matthew and Marilla, as you know, if you're familiar with Anne lore, the Cuthberts vowed to do whatever it takes to save the farm, which reminds Anne of the strength of friendship and love. I mean... Plot or not. I'm going to say plot. Sounds like a real plot And you would me. be right. That is I'd a plot. Say green light That's that. a real episode. Green light that. Let's get it on. That's Let's one, see it. It's 1-1. One, one. It. Here's the tiebreaker. Okay. Which actually <laughs> perfect sense because this is Eat Shoots, Eat Scores. Oh, I remember that show. Yeah. Yes. That was a classic. Give me the synopsis of that show again for all the bots. Um, Pierre Lambert is playing <laughs> on a theme in Quebec. He's trying to make his way in the hockey world with it. Okay, so he shoots, he scores. Here's the plot and off for is the tiebreaker. Like was that Brothers by Choice era? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Wasn't that another show? Brothers, Brothers by, by Choice. choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just remember that time as Christopher Makepeace yeah. was in everything. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Amadeus Math. Yeah. Wasn't he in that? Was he in that? Yeah, I think so. Chris Makepeace. What was Chris Makepeace had that that uh, show for kids too, right? That he came from. I'm going to the he Google. Was on Chris like Makepeace. Yeah, he was. He was a my bodyguard in the horror comedy horror vamp. He had supporting uh, roles in Meatballs and The Last Chase. It's got to be like his start. Because he was like, think a kid on that. We played Terry Fox in the Terry Fox story. Oh, that's right. Yeah. For sure. 
Yeah, he's a handsome devil. <laughs> Chris Makepeace was in like 90% of everything <laughs> that in came everything. out in CBC from 1979 yeah. to 85. And then suddenly they're auditioning for a Chris Makepeace type. <laughs> And Chris yeah. Makepeace is like, well, I'd, I'd love to read for it. And they're like, sorry, man, we're looking yeah. for her. I, I bet you probably got a couple Chris Makepeace roles. Like Chris oh, yeah. Makepeace types. Chris Makepeace cast-offs. Like, uh, Chris passed on it. Do you want to have a read? Uh, okay, so here's the tiebreaker from He Shoots, He Scores. Okay. <clears throat> when his lucky socks go missing, Pierre Lambert goes on a cold streak. The coach tries to replace them with look-alikes, but the Aki God see right through it. <laughs> I mean, that's fantastic, and I wish it was an episode, but that has to be not a plot. You win, As much bud. as I love it. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> when his lucky socks go missing, Pierre Lambert goes so- on a cold streak. The coach tried to replace him with look-alike, but the Aki God see through it. <laughs> that is a great half hour of TV. For, for old time's sakes, can you do uh, Pierre Bouvier at Soundcheck at Simple Plan? Oh, yeah, right. Oh, that's been just a hot one, minute. Just one, just one quick I'm one. Sorry, I can't be perfect. Bon, y'a trop de slap back on the side, feel yourself. Bon, je peux pas irer le beast, tu comprends? Bon, j'ai trop de saxophone dans mes oreilles, tu crois? I'm sorry, I can't be. Est-ce que je peux avoir un bit more wet? Je peux avoir un petit more reverb, dans mes oreilles. Je peux avoir un peu plus de reverb dans mes oreilles, ça? And the monitor guy is like just crushing it. Bon, Johnny, I got everything. Turn it down, comprend, turn it down. And remember, because all their whole crew was all Cirque du Soleil masks, so all French bods from, they from were? Montreal. Oh yeah, so like the you know the cusp of like uh, so technologically advanced, all those masks with sound and stuff for sure. The Cirque du Soleil folks. Really? So they're all they're all French. So it's just like a everybody's burling. You know I do uh, a lot of corporate gigs in the states. Oh, There's a company from Montreal that cracked this technology. So imagine you have 5000 attendees in your audience. Everyone gets a bracelet. At a certain point, they can make the bracelets light up in your company colors. At yeah. another certain point, they can make each of the different uh, regions, same bracelets, but they light up in a different color depending on what yeah. region you're in. So like all the oranges, put your hands up. All the greens, well, let me see you. Um, mm-hmm. That kind of like art meets théâtre is so Montreal to me. It is. Well, Arkells did that at the amphitheater with the Budweiser lights. Did they? Beers, right? Everybody had them. It was like 30,000 lights, Berlin. It was probably the... Uh, same, same, same technology. Yeah. Because <clears throat> these Montreal guys, like, go to Vegas all the time to do this for corporate gigs. Yeah. That's that's the hot gig. That's the hot gig, man. You do one thing, do it better than everyone else. Do you know what I mean? 
Well, yeah, well, and they went up with, uh, a lot of them went were with Celine Dion and, and also probably involved with her production with Cirque, right? Anyway, let's, uh, let's get into the next game. Okay, let me ask classic. you something first. Okay, what? Before we get into the next game, who is your, when you look back on the 250 hours, who's your favorite character or characters that we've created? Um, probably Andrea. Yeah, and G- Gino and Joel probably. I, I feel like when when I say them, I feel I see and they feel like real people to me. Yeah, they in do. That regard so so it's uh it's hard not to mention all of them because it's been uh it's been great. Crunch Crunch they, Guy they and have, Seth Fisher. Yeah, and there's also been like countless ones that have kind of kind of come and gone too, like just the one-offs. So it's just uh, the spirit of, of improv is what I love about the, all of them, and uh, I, I just think uh, it's great that we've actually gone this far. I, I remember early on we were like throughout numbers like this, and in episode two hundred and twenty, thinking like that might never happen because it's such a high number and here we are at 250 and it's like feels the same as when it started which is pretty awesome still feels like the first night together that's right what's brian adams doing through the pandy oh remember he got in a bit of hot water yeah he got in the hot water with uh with the vegan uh stuff right yeah talking about the origin of uh the covis Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he got in a bit of hot water. He was um, he was almost annually or canceled. Well, yeah, there's been yeah. Have you ever like I know I've got like people in my life that I like. I don't talk to them pre-pandemic to post based on their like ideals and how they reacted toward uh, the safety of the virus and everything. I've definitely lost a couple of people where I'm like, I thought you were my friend, but we're not friends anymore, if that's the way you really think. It's very weird. And I think it's been yeah. really uh, divisive for families, too. Like, people that have sure. different comfort levels and different interpretations of what's okay and what's allowed. And um, you can't come over to our house, but your other sibling can. And um, people yeah. not seeing the baby, like, all that stuff. I think it's been quite complicated, uh, for yeah. a lot of people just managing that side of it like imagine you have a baby and uh, your sibling doesn't see it as a big deal and you're not really comfortable with them around your baby like man so many this is this is the thing this is ultimately my conclusion we're used to things being for the most part pretty black and white there's been so much gray there's been so much like huh I actually don't know how to do this or what the right move is here. It's just not as clear or clean as we're used to it being. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And it's it's hot outside right now. It's Berlin heat. We've got like, uh, which, which is fine. I love it. But it's le- legit. Like 30 degrees without the humidity. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Is it hot there or is it just nice? Uh, and it has been. It's beautiful. been like 100 degrees the last few days, and then all of a sudden it's like uh, um, like 
14 and windy today. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're going to do uh, hit the post on our way out the door. Yeah, on the way out. So I, I have to give you an animal, a series of call letters, and uh, what else do I have to give you? The song. I know the song. Oh, okay. Here's what we're going to do. It's uh, Your song is Boys Are Back. Yeah. Then Lizzie. Yeah. And let's call it. Uh, 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 I wanted to incorporate the number two fifty somehow, um, but I don't think I can. So let's say it's the Hedgehog. That's the name of your station. Um, okay. Oh, I know. You have to be in a place. Let's say Winkler, Manitoba. So it's okay. the Hedgehog in Winkler, Manitoba, and let's just say 102.1. As long as the boys are back. Hit the post okay. for old time's sake. <clears throat> old time's sake's hitting the post. <clears throat> Good luck, bud. Okay, here we go. It's been a minute. Hey, how you doing on this Saturday morning, everybody? Actually, it's not Saturday morning, it's Friday afternoon, drive traffic. Everybody's fired up on the Hedgehog. Good old Winkler Manitoba's best. You know, I'm here. I got a cold coffee and a hot date tonight. <laughs> Here's one of my favorites. The boys are back in town by Thin Lizzy on 102.1. Wow. Yeah, the post. The um, cold coffee and a hot date was like, that's amazing. As you hear those kind of lines on there for so sure. So greasy. <laughs> Barf. Okay, what am I doing? Okay, you are doing... Uh, the End of the Innocence by Don Henley. Oh, boy. <laughs> and uh, you are on uh, The Orange, Orangeville's Best Rock, okay, one Orangeville, sec. Ontario. <laughs> I have to get ready. The Orange. <laughs> I have to get ready to, uh, I'm doing my own tech, so this might take a second. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, okay there it is. Oh wait, so the the orange in uh, Orangeville, Ontario. Okay. And uh, your call letters are eighty nine point nine. Eighty nine nine. The orange in Orangeville, Ontario. <laughs> okay. Here's the end of the innocence. Um, okay. Uh, you crushed it. Here, here I go. <laughs> hey everybody, it's Greg Onion with you on this Thursday afternoon. It's the All Request Hour, eighties at eight. Remember uh, Bruce Hornsby? What a little song called The Way It Is. Uh, he teamed up with Don Henley on this song, The End of the Innocence. You might recall Don Henley's from The Eagles. It's the Orange, Georgeville's only hope. Let's let Don take it away. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you got it. He nailed it. He's like, he's also like super. That guy was so boring and crappy. Oh. I'll take it. I'll take boring and crappy, but hitting the post over hitting a clam. No, that was great. Oh, there you go, bud. Two fifty in the can. Good.
Oh, nice. That was good. We have to bring hit, hit the post back next week. It's so fun. Time, so. And also, when we do the live shows, bringing buds up to hit the post, like, oh, yes. we were talking about this yesterday. When we play Canadian Tire, Flyer, Lower, or Higher, or we play Hit the Post or something uh, with the buds, it just makes it a whole other level. And everyone's so invested in the outcome. Um, For sure. It's super fun. It's super yeah, everybody fun. Everybody wants to make it. All right, bud. Happy 250th. Have here's 250 more, oh, bud. Oh, boy. Good chatting. Good chatting.